am so happy to be able to be with you again today. I am recovering from having some kind of something going on and causing congestion and stuff. So forgive my throat, but I am tired of waiting and not getting to spend this time with you. So I share with you whatever the Father puts on my heart, whatever he may be speaking to me about to talk to you about. So I was thinking the other day about how sometimes someone else may be holding a key to unlock that last door of your understanding that will inspire you and open your future, open yet another season of your life and all that it holds simply because all you needed was some encouragement, some words that would help you better understand what it is that you are to do. That someone comes along who has the right words that click the understanding of the wisdom that you've been seeking and haven't found. God wants us to be constant seekers of wisdom, and He created us to have fellowship for one another. He wants us to have one another. I love the chance meeting of specific people that He places in our lives, for they are divine appointments from the Lord. I saw a post the other day. It was on Facebook, and it said, A dead battery can't charge a dead battery. So get away from people who can't charge your spirit whenever you need a jump. Be careful, though, however, who you listen to. Ask yourself, are these godly people? And even if they are, you do need to talk to God about them and what that they have said concerning you or what's supposed to be teaching you. You see, not everyone you know should know your dreams and your passions. They just might discourage you, even if it's not their intentions. So hold close your dreams and your passions, and be careful if and when and how much you share with them. You need to protect your dreams and your passions and your callings and seek God in all of those areas of your life. Ask him, what does he think? I began this podcast to share my testimonies with others of life struggles and victories that I have experienced and to encourage others to keep pressing on. You see, I have this never give up mentality. I seek God to lead me and to speak through me. I am a person of simple words. I'm not trying to speak above or beneath anyone, but my desire is to reach your heart and to connect with you so that you can feel that you've found a connection to help you find the tools to help you succeed and not have to go along suffering or feel that you're the only one that's going through this or that. But it's my intention to help you to rise up, rise up from the ashes, for you are being called up. Do not let anybody or anything hold you back. And you know what? It all begins right now. Other people's words, whether they're good or they're bad, they have helped to shape me to overcome and and to know God's words to use to defeat the enemy who came to steal, to kill, and destroy not only my life, but yours. But here's the good news. Jesus came and he carried it all. He carried it all on that cross so that I would live and have everlasting life. Not only for me, 
He did it for you too. Yet still, we allow ourselves to struggle. God doesn't just say or do things just for the sake of having done so. He has covered us all. The consistent problem we have is not really believing that what he has given us, a covenant full of promises. I mean, why do we keep coming away from that? Why don't we stay consistent on on knowing that, hey, I am a child of God. He went to that cross and he covered all of these things for me so that I didn't have to endure them. We just have to put those promises into action of our faith. Now, you see, faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not yet seen. You see, God is telling us that our faith, it must be coupled with our actions in order for it to work. So believing it, even when you cannot see it, that is faith. Like Noah, Noah was to build this ark. Now, can you imagine how long it took to build this ark? And how many people were laughing at him and not believing him and thinking he's just a crazy guy, you know? So think about that. Like Noah, like he had to have that kind of faith in building the ark. Like Moses did, bringing those people into the promised land 40 years. Those who had to cross that Red Sea as it departed, they had to have faith to move forward. I mean, they could have stood around and doubted. And had they doubted God, they would have missed out. Look at Job. He lost it all. And he endured after all that he had lost, only to regain more than he had before. Look at Joseph. Whenever his brothers gave up on him, he could have felt all sorry for himself. Yet God rewarded him greatly, and he was able to bless those who even betrayed him. Sarah being way past the point of having a child. But she did. She stood in faith, and she had a son. Thank God that they kept their faith. God's very words were true yesterday, today, and in this future. When you stand in faith, I promise you, God will give you so much more than you hoped for. And I'm speaking to you from experience. We have to be careful how we speak, and we must approach the throne of God with confidence that He is our Father, that He loves us, and He does want for us to come boldly to the throne. He doesn't want us to hem-haul around and plead and beg and, and doubt. He loves us more than what anyone else could. He knows us more than anyone else could, more than we even know ourselves. Our words must speak life, not death. That means our words must be positive, not negative. He says we will live and we will not die. Interestingly enough, let me say this. Those who were healed before Jesus's time, they were not saved. This just goes to show that you don't have to earn this gift. You don't have to keep questioning what you are doing wrong, but in whom you put your trust in, the world or God. All hope is not gone. To have a heart of Jesus is a gift, but it's not a light load to carry. Even when all things seem so good in my own life, I find my heart heavy with sadness, 
love and concern sometimes. I do not even know why other times I just just feel like crying. It is for those who are suffering and enduring tough times, and I am drawn to prayer. I have shared with you in past episodes that um, these past few years have been really, really difficult for me. I have um, spent a lot of time in my prayer closet, but also along the way, God has placed people in my life to help me on my way to see what I need to see, to help me to know how to draw closer to God and how to know him even more. And even if I know some of these things, I need to sometimes be reminded to encourage me not to give up or to give in, but to help lead me to a greater purpose and strength. You see, I have always had hope, but now I have a stronger assurance of faith. I realized that I was going into my prayer room. I was begging and pleading, praying the same prayers over and over like he hadn't heard it before. I think, how tired he must have got of hearing the same thing over and over again, and me begging and pleading. But you see, God's desire is for me to put on my armor, and to use my authority, and to stand on his promises for what he's already defeated, for what he's already paid for. He's paid that great, great price for. He died on that cross for me. He died on that cross for you. He wants me to pray with power and expectation and confidence. He isn't expecting me to prove anything. He isn't expecting me to earn what he's already taken care of. He wants me to approach him boldly because that contains the confidence and the trust that I have in him, that I remember his promises. I remember the covenant that he made with me, and I cannot do anything without him and his power that he has given to me. He has given it to me. He's given it to you. So how do things in our lives finally click? How is it that sometimes we get it, and yet other times we don't comprehend the full picture, and therefore we're not able to utilize what it is that we need to finally get that true understanding to what we need to know? It's really ironic how you can be talking to someone or listening to someone on a topic or watching someone, and it leads you to something else that unlocks that to a deeper understanding. God says, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be open to you. I encourage you to keep seeking, to keep knocking. It's another reason why. If you're not happy with the church that you're at, ask yourself why. Talk to God about it. Or why is it that you don't even have a church family? There is the right place for you, I promise. And for you to have those opportunities that you're supposed to step into of who you are and who you are meant to be. You will find your tribe, your spiritual family, if you truly desire to. And God wants you to. God cares about what you want, and he wants you to be connected, for he meant for us to have fellowship with one another, to help and to strengthen and to encourage one another. We don't always have to agree, but he does command us to love one another. This happened to me this past year, and praise God that I found my tribe. 
Before this, I felt lonely outside of this this family of mine that my husband and I created, and all that had taken place the past few years was draining, and the loneliness set, it set deep within my soul. My health just kept going downhill, and I felt like Job. I felt like everything that I worried about, well, it happened. The enemy was loving it, and he was keeping me from my destiny that Christ has for me. I spent hours in my prayer closet praying over the issues, not only in my life, but other people's lives. I shared before how I wanted to have that commitment and that desire to pray like Claire on the movie War Room. And I have some tremendous testimonies of faith in my life. And going through the acts of faith, I thought were enough. I asked God to give me, to expand uh, strength within my faith even more than what I had. And when I was able to move through and go and push through those mountains, he walked me through some of the toughest times of my life. I kept asking him, how come I can't experience those certain spiritual gifts I so desire? Some that others seem to have. What am I missing? What am I doing wrong? After all the testimonies I've already shared and and experienced, my strength should be really strong, my faith in abundance. Little did I know that it's just sometimes how he works us, you know, through these kinds of things. To say just a few words that that happen to, to be said by someone that unlocks the keys to the true understanding of the wisdom that I needed. At the time, I had asked him to increase my faith, Lord, so that it may be so strong. And little did I know that through the trials is exactly what he was doing. That's what he was doing. He was answering my prayers. And I felt like, you know, golly, you know, did you forget me? I know he didn't forget me. I know he didn't forget me. I was just wondering why was I having to go through all of those things. But I so desire to be his child that I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep asking him, you know, have you felt like that? Sometimes people's words will go in one ear and they'll go out the other, while certain words, they spark that flame within my soul and it gives me just enough to set my life ablaze. God uses us if we allow him to. And just as I submitted my life to sharing mine with you, I was sharing with my new pastor how I wanted so much to grow this podcast. And at times I've been so discouraged and felt like, what's the use? I don't have that many followers or that many downloads or, you know, that I would be able to get those sponsorships. However, There is this one listener in Norway, and you know who you are. I want you to know that your words encouraged me as well. You know, like, whenever you said, like, how you couldn't wait until the next episode, that was one person. And then my pastor said to me, if you only reach one person and make a difference in their lives, that person could be someone like Billy Graham, the greatest evangelist. That sparked that flame that I needed. So here I am once again. I am here today. I am not broken. I'm not sick. I'm not begging and I'm not pleading. Whatever you're going through, you will find the answers in the Bible. You know, God didn't leave anything out. 
and he sure didn't pass you by. You too are included. You simply can name the issue that you're going through and find it in the scriptures. To make it even easier, today, there's Google. So you can Google as to what you want to find, where you can find it. I mean, try BibleGateway.com. There are numerous ways to get there. You don't have to feel lost. You don't have to feel sick. You don't have to miss out. He knew you before you even entered this world. He even knew your name. Did you know that fear and anxiety and worry, it blocks your authority? Yes, it most certainly does. Did you know that Satan has absolutely no authority over you? In fact, he has no power at all. But you have all authority and power over him through Christ Jesus. What Christ Jesus has given to you. I mean, he said you will be able to do the things that Christ has done when he walked on this earth. So what are you worried about? What are your sleepless nights and ailing health from the stresses doing for you? I mean, do you want to keep doing that? It all makes you weaker and unable to realize God's great power that Christ has within you. And let me tell you, God doesn't force anything on you. What he has for you is a gift of life. He bought and paid for this gift for you so that you didn't have to. It's a gift that you can choose to accept it or not. It's all based on your decision. He's not going to punish you or shame you if you don't. It's all your choice. So if you choose not to, it's not his fault for what happens to you. It's none of his doing. I'm just saying, don't blame God for any of it. Don't even blame him in your begging and your pleading. How would you feel if your child was always begging and pleading for things that you've already given to them, but they don't utilize the gift or the gifts? Father God even, he even gives you special instructions on how to use them. Oh, how tired he must get of hearing the begging and the pleading prayers. I know we as parents do grow weary of hearing the constant whining of our children, you know, like little toddlers and and them constantly asking us things. You know, that's what it reminds me of. So we get tired of hearing the same questions over and over. So he definitely must be. And he must be feeling like, I don't understand why you keep asking me when I've already given it to you. So put that in your mindset and think about that. Father God tells us that he gives us power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means will hurt you. I heard the Lord saying, no more. Does he not tell you to speak to that mountain, that illness, that disease, that problem? So speak. Does he not tell you to take captive of your thoughts? So so quit your stinking thinking and think the opposite. Does he not tell you that there is power of life and death in your tongue? So be careful what you speak into your life and into to other people and be an encourager. If you do not know the promises of God for your life and then, you know, how then you will ever truly grasp hold of what was meant to be your life, your best life, your true identity, and the plan that he he has meant for your life, just for your life. 
What do you keep doubting? I think it's because you do not truly know what God has for you. And the only way to find out is to just jump into his word and find spiritual, find that spiritual family and invest in discovering his promises, his word, his promises to you. It doesn't cost you a thing. So why are you denying yourself? Why would Christ say, I have come to give you life and to give it to you abundantly? I hope that it gives you some things to think about and be encouraged by. You know, I've been there, done that, still going through some things. You know, we're constant learners. You know, we should always, every day that we wake up and roll out of bed and onto our knees to thank God for having another day, we should be constant seekers of learning things. So I want to say to you, if if you would like for me to pray for you, if you need some encouragement, you can email me at diana at firebase27.com. You can also visit my webpage, dianahudgens.com where you can contact me through that site as well. And you can find me on most podcasting social media platforms. If you forget, simply just Google my name, Diana Hudgens, or this podcast, Life, It's a Big Faith Journey. If you're new to this podcast, this is episode 22. So there are 21 others that you can go back and listen to. The vision is bigger than we realize. We can fly higher, we can see further, we can partner with God in such deeper ways in all that he's doing and in and through each one of us. It's time for us to have an eagle-eyed focus, a vision. A vision is being deposited and birthed within us, and it's coming forth in such explosive ways in clarity of vision and breakthrough. We all want breakthrough. Harvest. It's in our lives, and there is hope and dreams coming alive within us to those who love and trust in our Lord God. There are better days ahead. Trust. Trust that. Trust that you have absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. So until next time, I leave you with this. He says, Have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Miracles are about to happen when we welcome God's presence and His power into our situations, into our problems, into our lives, into our celebrations. God uses our pain as a key to open the door to Himself. And it's in his presence that miracles happen. Jesus says, I am with you. I am with you always.